Hello, my name is Ray Montgomery. I'd like to welcome you to the Navigating Blindness podcast. And on today's show, I have Laura Alvarado here from the Indiana Blind Children Foundation. How you doing, Laura? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me here today, Ray. All right, Laura, I wanted to bring you on the podcast because I know you are the executive director of the foundation. And I really wanted to learn a little bit more about the foundation and what you guys do really to assist the Indiana School for the Blind and Visually Impaired. So, uh, Laura, what is the Indiana Blind Children Foundation? Right. Well, thank you again for having me. I'd love to talk about the foundation and what we do on a day-to-day basis, but really um, the impact that we have in a partnership with the School for the Blind on the Mm -hmm. students that we serve. So the foundation, just to give you a little bit of history, has been around for 26 years. It was started by um, the former ISBVI superintendent, as well as parents of children with visual impairments, to assist the school and really be a philanthropic arm to the school to raise financial support for programs that would make deep impact on the students that are impacted there at the school. So for the last 26 years, um, the foundation has been supporting various programs um, such as assistive technology, arts and music programs, career development, um, you name it, at the Indiana School for the Blind. And our purpose really is to ensure and invest in children with visual impairments so each child will thrive in school as well as daily life. How important is it for us to invest in you know, the uh, success of children who are blind or visually impaired? Well, you know, it's very important. We need our community and supporters to come together to assist in supporting the various programs that support our children and really build them up. Um, I like to say that the foundation is here to make people aware of the students' strengths um, that each one of our students have, but also be able to contribute in such a way that we continue to help that child succeed even beyond um, their time at ISBVI. So one of the things that we do is provide um, opportunities throughout the year for individuals to support the foundation support various programs that we are investing in, such as the Braille Challenge or the Expanding Your Horizons Summer Camp or a career development program in which we partner with um, you all here at BOSMA called Student Training Employment Program. And these types of programs really deepen um, the opportunities for our students to be successful in whatever it is that they want to do in life. So I know we just, you just talked about the student training and employment program, better known around here, Bob, as STEP. What is STEP for those who are unaware? Sure. STEP is a um, really workforce development job training program for youth with visual impairments between the ages of 16 and 20, 21. And it provides um, children from all over the state with a visual impairment an opportunity to gain job skills by going out for four weeks throughout the summer where they stay at the School for the Blind and have a job coach and are placed at a various community partner or business partner here in Indianapolis. And what that provides our students with at the school is an opportunity to really learn deeper um, in a real world setting, uh, some various job skills that they could then apply um, later on in life. So we have 
business partners um, from the city, from Bosma here, of course, our students um, come here, as well as Second Helpings, yeah. FACE, and uh, the number of partners go on this year. A new partner is Eye Surgeons of Indiana. And our staff, our amazing staff at the School for the Blind, work closely with your team here to create those job placements and um, ensure the success at the end of the summer. How important it is, how important is it for students to have that, you know, that work experience, you know, prior, you know, prior to them leaving the School for the Blind? You know, I like to say it's getting harder and harder to compete, um, not only for college applications um, and, and employment, but any student, any teenager really needs to engage in learning different job skills to be yes. competitive in our world today. And for children with visual impairments, it's even more imperative that they have these opportunities to explore and engage. And I will say that not only is it an educational experience for the youth that is, you know, participate in the STEP program, but it's an educational experience for our business partners as well. And the reason I say that is because we do know that there is a significant unemployment rate for individuals who are blind or have low vision um, as adults. And we want to help counter that um, by having our students in these different employment settings, employers get to see what's possible and start seeing our students for their strengths rather than their disability. And I think that's imperative as our students grow, um, go beyond the walls of the School for the Blind, that they have those opportunities to, one, have a resume and portfolio that they can go on after they leave and apply for various jobs and say that we've had these experiences, um, just like any of their sighted peers um, would have that opportunity. Yeah, because unfortunately, there is a 70% nationwide unemployment rate, 62% just in the state of Indiana. So just having the opportunity to work and have that experience and to be exposed to different businesses and also businesses being exposed to people who are blind is very vital and also educational. Absolutely. And I think, you know, from my short time here at the foundation, what I have learned is that, you know, employers need to understand that these adaptations aren't very costly. Right. Um, it doesn't put anybody out. And really, our students and individuals who are blind or have low vision offer a different skill set and diverse um, opinions and thoughts on things that each employer needs in today's workforce. So our students are really contributing on many different levels over the summer um, and then beyond. Because it's really more about education, really letting the employer know how a person who is blind or vision impaired uses a computer because they don't know that I'm using adaptive technology or a program called JAWS, which is a screen reader that's going to read that text. It's going to convert that text on the screen to speech output. So I'm able to, you know, do Excel and Word and I'm able to get online and do all the great things in life like Facebook and Twitter. No, <laughs> but, you know, just like checking my email and just doing everything everyone else can do. You know, because people just don't know. So what you guys are doing is very um, admirable, I would say, really just getting the word out there. Absolutely. And however, the foundation can support that program. We raise funds at our annual gala this year will be our fund to need will be the STEP program. Okay. Um, that gala is on Saturday, October 5th. 
and we do a fund a need portion where we want to draw the attendees into learning more about the STEP program. And this year we'll be featuring a video that's following some of our students at their employment site so individuals Ooh. can really see in a, you know, the, in the real setting yeah. what it's like and have that perspective from our students as well. I know you guys have uh, another thing going on here, the No Limit Initiative. Can you explain what the No Limit Initiative is? Absolutely. Well, we were um, very fortunate to be awarded a uh, substantial grant from Lilly Endowment to pursue an innovative idea, which is the No Limits program. And what we pitched and what we have won um, funding for is to create a leadership club, which we did this February, um, where we have high school students work alongside in a club every week, learning self-advocacy skills, strengthening his or her voice, and then applying those skills and what they've learned each week to a real world setting. So what we've done is partner with six arts organizations in our city and our students are leading the charge within those arts organizations to help make them more accessible. So if you think about a leadership club in kind of an advisory role, our students are suggesting strategies to the leadership of these different arts organizations and then those arts organizations will turn around and implement some of those ideas and strategies. So what our students are doing is really creating access points for not only themselves, but for all individuals impacted by disability in our community. That's, that's wonderful right there. How important is it for um, especially children to learn how to advocate for themselves at an early age? It's so important, especially with the population that we are serving at the Indiana School for the Blind that our students have a strong voice as they lead. And so this leadership club really complements what they're learning at the school um, from their teachers and staff. And if we can do that and then show them how they can use that voice um, with our partners, they're gonna see the success of that and be able to channel that when they leave yeah. the ISBVI doors. And then another area that we receive funding is that we are currently renovating the 1930 auditorium there at the School for the Blind. Okay. Um, we're very excited about this as our renovations will improve audio, lighting, and video capabilities there, as well as every performance that we put on through the No Limits program will be accessible. So we will be providing audio description, ASL interpretation, real-time captioning. We are creating wheelchair and companion seating. And we're so excited to bring each year on July 26, which is the anniversary of the ADA, Americans with Disabilities Act, being signed into law, um, this celebration to life. And the idea behind it is that we bring performers mm -hmm. on the stage that mirror our students mm -hmm. and can bring the public in with a purpose, one, to help them understand and maybe demystify what's happening at the school and really present opportunities for the public and our community to come as one instead of being two separate communities. We want yeah. to celebrate together. And so on July 26, we will be bringing in a young man by the name of Matthew Whitaker. Matthew is a jazz pianist um, signed by Yamaha, I believe when he was only 11 years old. And he is now 18. He's been traveling the world performing at jazz festivals. In fact, he just performed in Germany uh, in April. 
and received standing ovation for his playing. And so we're excited to host uh, Matthew and his quartet on July 26th. Tickets we wanted to make accessible to anyone. Um, They're only $25 start at $25, and that includes a pre-concert reception with heavy appetizers and drinks from the Jazz Kitchen, and then the performance. Um, We will have a follow-up post-concert reception after the concert, which is an additional $25. However, you do receive desserts, drinks, and an opportunity Um, to hear from Matthew in a smaller setting about his artistry as well as, you know, being an artist with a disability, um, the impact and experiences that he has had as he's been traveling the world over these last couple of years. So how do they get tickets? Do they contact you? Do they go? Absolutely. So what we want and what we need to do is sell lots of tickets because we want to sell this concert out and support this young man and our students through these ticket sales. So you can purchase tickets by going to the uh, Indiana Blind Children's Foundation website, which is indianabcf.org. There is a tab that says No Limits. Click on that tab, and once on that webpage, you'll see um, that there's information about the concert and a link to our ticketing website. A lot of great, a lot of great things you guys are doing down there at the Indiana School for the Blind and Visually Impaired. I like it, especially the technology. So there's no reason for anyone to be excluded from the event. You're making it all accessible, and that's a great great thing to see. Absolutely. And I should add, too, that um, the foundation just invested in the Blind Square technology, which we recently um, worked with your staff here to um, implement, and it is now up and working, and will be up and working at the event. Um, So anyone who needs to use that as a resource could download the Blind Square app and easily, independently, um, walk the grounds there at the School for the Blind. Blind Square is definitely a great tool. This is a navigational tool that helps you uh, navigate using a smartphone and also uh, GPS beacons across the school. So if you have a smartphone, especially an iOS device, meaning an Apple uh, iPhone, once you download Blind Square Event, which is the free version of Blind Square, you download that onto your smartphone. Once it's downloaded, it will let you know where you're at on that campus. So Absolutely. once it once it's activated, say, okay, to the right is the auditorium or to the left is, I don't know, the classroom or something to that nature. But it really is a great tool giving you more independence. And it's really uh, something that we utilize here at Bosnia Enterprises as well. So it helps a lot of people get from A to B and to know their surroundings even better. So great tool, great technology. And our technology is making people more independent every day. So I love to see that. Absolutely. Glad to see that. Well, Laura, I definitely want to thank you for coming on and talking about the foundation and giving us that great knowledge. And I know you guys have a gala coming up too, correct? We do. It's Saturday, October 5th. October 5th. And every year we also bring in a speaker. Mm -hmm. Um, This year it is Richard Turner. Uh, Richard is known as a card mechanic. Um, He's one of, I believe, five in the world that can do what he can do with cards. And he lost his sight. Um, around age 10, 11. And so he will share his story, but he will also share his talents with the audience that evening um, by doing some different um, card mechanic, I should call them maybe tricks, I say, (laughs) um, with the audience. And I think everyone will be truly amazed at what he's done um, and what 
type of impact he's having on the world. Once again, give him that information for the No Limit celebration. So we want to sell this sell it out this time around. So we once do. again, give them the information, how they can contact sure. you and any other um, You are welcome to give me a call at 317-554-2742. I'm happy to assist anyone in a t- ticket sale. Or you can go to our website at www.indianabcf.org. Um, once there, you'll go to a No Limits tab, which will share more information about the event itself, and there will be a link to ticket um, to purchase tickets. All right. Once again, thank you, Lord, for coming on the podcast today and giving us all that great information. Uh, if you guys want more information, definitely please follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud, and I'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for having me, Ray. No problem. Peace.